for all the kids out there just getting rejected, don't feel like you're a part of something. Just know that the people that get rejected the most are the ones that make the huge impacts. You know, if you're someone that's made to stand out and you're not fitting in a certain mold, you should be happy because those are the ones that make the craziest impacts in their life. And then after that, they still don't fit in because they're just doing things that are absolutely amazing, but you're not fitting in is the greatest thing because not everyone is making, you know, a million dollars. Not everyone's making over a quarter million and those people don't fit in. They're different than what everybody else is doing. So not fitting in is actually the great thing, you know, and knowing that like not everybody out there is willing to to love people to an extent that's beyond themselves. Welcome to the Biz Seekers Podcast. This podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss. We're on every single major platform. Check us out in the description. We have links to all that. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. So welcome, welcome back, back to the podcast. Uh, today we have a very special guest. At 21, he helped establish Savage Elite Fitness, a fully functional strength and conditioning center. A couple of years later, at 23, he started a, a, a trucking company. And now he's 100% in the financial industry as a financial professional. He's a father to a four-month-old, a new husband. He just signed a new lease for a big office in Ripon, California. Welcome to the podcast, Armando Gonzalez. Thank you for Welcome. having me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I'm excited to have you, man. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. Yes, thank you. I like the hat, Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> you know, rolling, so I got to... Do you have a Rolex? Rolex? I think I do, yeah. Yeah. Anything <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess you have, to, yeah. you have to kind of own a Rolex. Yeah, you to, have to, to wear the hat, hat without yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's, I'm excited to have you. You know, I know we, we've known each other for a couple of years now, um, yeah. and, uh, you know, it's very um, special to be uh, not even 30 and already established three successful businesses, right? Yeah. Um, but we always start the podcast with getting to know you, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, I think it's very important for people to know your story, where you come from. So that way they kind of understand, you know, yeah. how you got to where you're at now, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so let, let's, let's go about it. So were you born and raised in the Central Valley? I was born in Oakland, California. Oakland? Yeah. Oh, wow. I would know. Yeah, yeah, I moved... Uh, to the valley when i was 12 years old okay yeah so what was it like growing up in oakland it was cool it was cool because you just see a different perspective you know you know we, we we had a great upbringing okay um but you know didn't come from a lot a lot of money which part of oakland the hood 96 oh really 96 and 8th street yeah right? that's deep east gotcha. yeah 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 so it, it puts a lot of perspective in life because mm. now seeing how you know people are I've seen people raise a certain way and now seeing the way I was walking through these streets and now looking at him now, I'm like, son of a gun, I, I lived here. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was in Oakland last week. I had an appointment out there and, and to see that and just to, you know, just go down memory lane. It's, it's, it's amazing because it makes you seem like you came far, but when you're raising that, you just, that's what you know mm. and you yeah. make the best of it. So it's yeah. exciting to see how far, you know, where I've came and it's, it's fulfilling. Yeah. It's, it, you mentioned something which is really important. Like when you're raising it and you don't know anything else, yeah. Like, you don't know, like, I'm living in the hood. You, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah. you just think, this is where I live. You yeah, know what I mean? This yeah. Any uh, crazy experiences that happened to you when you were young, growing up in that area? Um, seeing fights all the time, you know. Um, but nothing, to, I mean, our family, that's the thing about our family. We were very, very close, so my dad always took care of us. Uh, I think that's where I got really my work ethic from my dad. He never complained about anything. He worked 
um, very, very hard, you know, did landscaping on the weekends as well. So he was constantly providing for us. So I think that was huge. Okay. That was huge. So the family unit kind of kept you guys yeah. safe and, and, and away from really understanding that you're in, was, is, there, is that East Oakland? <laughs> yeah, it's East, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. East side, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, huh? Yeah. East. Yeah. Uh, so, so talking about your family, right? Um, tell us a little bit about like your parents. You said your father was very hardworking. You have yeah. siblings. Yeah. Uh, very hardworking. Um, my dad worked for Union Pacific for multiple years, over 20 plus years. And now my father has his own um, diesel mechanic shop. He's a, okay. Yeah, he owns his own diesel mechanic shop uh, in Stockton. Okay. Uh, my mother, um, she owned her own shop in Oakland. Okay. Right down the street, like on International Boulevard. So that entrepreneur mindset was mm. kind of bred in me from my yeah. mother, seeing her own a, a business and having people work for multiple chairs. And, you know, it was I've kind of, I was raising that. And then my dad, years after that, then had his own business now. And it was kind of just like this default. You yeah. know, I'm going to be a business owner. I don't know anything else. Yeah. I haven't worked too much. I tried to work for three months and I just quit because I just couldn't, you yeah. know. Yeah. Read for bigger things, man. Yeah. Do you have any siblings? Uh, yeah, I have an older brother. I have an older sister and I have a younger sister. Okay. So right. I guess I'm the, you know. You're kind of the middle, but kind of, really, you know? yeah, because yeah. there's even amount. Yeah. You, yeah, you know, you said something important because everybody that I've had on the podcast that's been an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. they had an example young. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they just decided, oh, like maybe their parents worked at jobs their whole life, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they're like, I'm just become an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. It was either uh, like a family member or they saw something that yeah. sparked that entrepreneurial mm -hmm. spirit. So, so pretty much just like what you said, it's your yeah. parents. Yeah, that I mean, like you said, like you did a job for how long? Yeah. <laughs> three months i worked at restoration hardware in uh uh in tracy just waking up at 2 3 a.m in the morning wow. loading up 53 foot trailers and then i also worked uh um i was big league dreams in manteca as kind of like a little greeter in the front for not too long too yeah summer. i've seen that that's like a softball complex yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's huge it's really a cool complex but it looks like a professional major yeah, league stadium because they pay they they Fenway and all these different parks. They yeah. paint them correctly according to Hollywood look. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. How old really were cool. you in your uh, first job? First job, I was probably tw 21. So oh, wow. you 20. knew like nine to five wasn't for you? No, basically. I didn't even, I didn't even think, I never even thought about going to college. Mm. I was like, people, if you go to college, you're rich is what I think. I was like, oh, you must, that's for rich people. I never even thought it was an option to go to college wow. just because I was like, I'm just, gonna go i don't want my parents to spend that much money it's yeah. what i thought i'm like oh that's that's not that's messed up people go to college and they pay a lot of money wow that's crazy yeah you end know? up in debt <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so i mean i didn't know anybody maybe i was wrong maybe mm -hmm. i should have gone to college i was yeah. a lot smarter <laughs> well I, I don't know i mean you're an entrepreneur you know yeah you said that rich people go to colleges i think it's actually the opposite yeah it's entrepreneurs that end up wealthy you know yeah. what i mean yeah uh, i think uh, 50 cent he has a really cool meme it says i never went to harvard but a lot of people that work for me did yeah, yeah. you know what i mean awesome. yeah and he's yeah. like a billionaire you know yeah. what i mean yeah that's true yeah okay you so, hire those people to work for you yeah exactly right um so you know now you're you said you were 12 when you moved to the central valley yeah 12 yeah 12 what, what was it that sparked three. your family to to move from oakland to to the central valley so my dad worked at you uh at union pacific uh -huh. and he was basically the diesel technician there taking care of all the, the cranes okay. and all the mechanical equipment obviously they were all diesel engines and then once they opened the um uh another union pacific in lathrop okay you know lathrop um french camp lathrop french camp um they relocated my dad over here and told him hey we're gonna you know 
we want you to help establish that new location. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad took the leaps. All right. And then we're moving over here. My uncle was already living over here. Okay. And I remember just going over that Ultima and you seen those lights coming down. You're like, oh my gosh, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. We'd go over like every weekend and I thought it was unbelievable. Really? And my uncle lived at a pretty nice suburb and everything. I just remember going, just seeing this and I was like, this is awesome. This is rich people homes. Yeah. Being a kid, he's saying, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Especially nice coming streets. from Oakland. Yeah. So it was a different environment. Yeah. For obviously you. the houses are built different, yeah. you know, newer all and everything. Yeah. 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 And I'm just like, what is this? You know, they're all lined up so perfect. There's the lights are yeah, all lit track up. Homes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. And then finding out we're moving over there was absolutely amazing. So it was actually a positive thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I honestly, I think I, I don't, you never know, you know, um, where I would have been if I would have stayed there. You right. know, maybe the mindset would have been different. Yeah. Right. Who know, I would have maybe been involved with the wrong people. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. You know? yeah. Everything happens for a reason. For a reason, right? yeah. And obviously you were meant for something bigger and better. Uh, yeah, right? I guess, yeah. So what was it like growing up, like with your siblings? There's four of you guys, so. It was great. You know, I was always so close to my brother. Okay. You know, always looking up to big brother. You know, I want to do what my brother's doing. Yeah. You know, I want to be as cool as my brother. Yeah. Always that, you know. And, uh you know, always trying to perform, you know, always trying to perform to like, you know, I want to be accepted. I want to be a part of something, you know? And it was, I was, I never did, you know, I was never the cool guy. Yeah. I was the guy that girls would say, yeah, I want to go on a date with you and then lie to me or, Hey, you want to be my, you want to be my boyfriend? Yeah. 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 yeah, Or, and then all of a sudden at the end of recess, huh? I was kidding. I'm like, Oh shoot, man. I was that guy. I was trying always to fit in and Mm. I never could, man. Yeah. I tried so hard to fit in. I guess not. I was always different. Always. Always. Was this in high school or middle school? This was in grade school. Grade school. Even, I mean, even in high school, I don't think I even felt a certain mold. Like I was always hanging out with the popular guys. I did my own thing. You know, I always did my own thing and it just kind of, I guess it's just the way it is my whole life. I'm do my own thing. So stepping into that, taking a risk, open up a business. It was just, that's all I've known. Yeah. You know, I always saw things a lot different. I remember the other day I was thinking, I was taking a shower and I was just looking. I remember when I was a kid, um, I went to a private school in Oakland, you know, and uh, I would always like, I'd be in, it was a, you know, Catholic school and we'd have mass before, before um, class and everything. And I remember all the kids would be paying attention. I would just be dazed and looking around, always looking at bigger things, looking outside the window, just imagining like things and just yeah. always daydreaming, just thinking of other things, trying to, never in the moment you yeah. know i was always thinking about other things like man i wonder if i can do this and i always imagine like what if an amazing bird just flew in there and took me away i don't <laughs> want to be here i always thought like wow you know beyond yeah. it's crazy yeah. as a kid yeah. i mean that's what it's your imagination basically yeah, yeah. that was Taking my places exactly yeah. that was in first grade like what kind of first second grade i remember always looking behind me and like pretend like <laughs> I'm like not, you know, yeah. different than everybody. Always. It's not ADD, it's imagination. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always imagine, yeah. always like thinking like, what can I do? What can I, looking at the next thing, you know? Mm-hmm. First that's grade, awesome. that's crazy, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned something which is kind of cool. Uh, you said you mentioned you went to private school when you were in Oakland. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in the east side the first 10 years of my life yeah. in San Jose, which is not the best area of San Jose. Yeah. But I went to private school. Really, yeah. So I was, I didn't see mm-hmm. the true east side, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I it was, you know, I was sheltered in, in the private school, right? Mm-hmm. So they say there's something um, that, that I mean, private school education is completely light years ahead of public school, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe that's another reason why uh, you are where you're at now, because mm-hmm. you weren't in the in the mix of the real, the, like the, the public schools of Eastside Oakland, right? Yeah. 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 And it probably taught you things, but that's very unique. 
Uh, you mentioned a couple of things. You're very creative, like always thinking, mm-hmm, like always, never like to fit the mold. No, no. And it's funny because when we're young, all that's all we want is we want to fit in. Yeah, you know what I mean. We just want to fit in with the crowd. We want to yeah. fit in with the mold. Yeah. But then as you get older, you realize that's not what success is. Yeah. No. Success is being like the outlier, being yeah. like the original, the leader, the, yeah. the visionary. Yeah. That's crazy. It's so true, man. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, so when you guys came from Oakland, it was in Lathrop first. We moved to Manteca. Manteca. Okay. Manteca. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about life in Manteca as a teenager. <laughs> Just coming, being the new guy, um, you know, uh, same kind of thing, you yeah. know, new guy, you think like, Oh, you know, I'm going to fit in. And again, just not fitting in, you know, being different, you <laughs> yeah, know, you're meant to stand out. Yeah. meant to stand out Yeah, always, you know, it's just the way it was. It was cool. Met my good friends there, built good relationships, but you know, just trying to, trying to make it through middle school, you know, yeah. that was how that, that's how it was, but played sports, you okay. know, learned that kind of competitiveness. What sports did you play? Played soccer, played football. A little bit of basketball, a little bit of baseball. So you were an athlete. Mostly, yeah, mostly soccer. That was okay. Very active. Well, pretty well at soccer. Yeah. yeah. Did you say that sports taught you something or kind of team? Team. Obviously, we know it teaches how to be a team, how to be a player. And I was always, um, you know, in football, I was quarterback. You know, I was quarterback, oh. and I was wide receiver. I had these positions, and in soccer, I was a goalie. Okay. So I was always high positions for it's up to me, Armando. If we lose, it's your fault. Oh, wow. and if we win. It's because of you. Yeah. <laughs> you. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's always up to me. You know? So the guy so, that never fit in is always in the leadership yeah, role. Yeah, like, it's up to you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a leader right there, though. Yeah. You and know? That, that pressure must, must have like motivated you, too. The pressure yeah. that you have. Yeah, because I was just so used to, okay, it's mm-hmm. always on me. Me, they're not a fit in, or <laughs> me, too. It's up to you. It's always just, yeah. you know. But I guess, you know, either you can contract under pressure, you can extract, you know. Yeah. And, it's kind of exciting, especially uh, we watch a lot of MMA. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine the pressure that the fighters are going through, but that must have like like fired them up and inspired yeah. them to just be in the present and basically express their magic yeah. you know, through fighting. Yeah, you know? exactly. I always thought I was going to be famous. You know, yeah. I, I went to, um, yeah, I love singing and dancing. It's crazy. And I love that during middle school and in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, I always. It's so funny. People were like, oh, I'm you're such a tool because I would dress n- nice. You know, I would yeah. wear fancy clothes and all this stuff. You know, I thought I was. You thought you were a trying, star. Yeah. Yeah. I thought like, okay, like I'm not going to fit in anyway. So might as well just yeah. really not fit in and yeah. do something about it. You yeah. Know? And, uh, you know, I was, I love music. I love just like you, just being super artistic. I loved creating music, getting involved with, with beats and, and, and writing music and mm. singing. What and, kind of music? Yeah. Um, R&B. Nice. Um, I wanted a little bit of rapping too. Okay. Um, but always music has always helped me. Who were like a your lot of biggest things. inspirations in music at the time? I mean, at that time, shoot Mario, okay. Mario Winans, um, uh, Chris two Brown. Mario's. Yeah, there's Mario, Mario. The, the regular, the the one named Mario. Remember yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mario and there's Mario Winans. Okay. The ones I just wanna know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me. So like that yeah. R&B. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I did a talent show and everything. And I right when I did that talent show, I it's crazy. I knew that like there was something. There was something. So you did pretty good. Something. I. I mean, in my head, at least, I think, I don't know yeah. if there's a video on point, but <laughs> I think that I, you know, it, at least for me, it, it sparked yeah. something in me. I knew this. You were like, following your bliss. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically yeah. what we were yeah. doing, you know? I think you kind of got the taste of like, you know, I'm doing what I love mm-hmm. and I don't care what anybody thinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a freedom. Yeah. Like a degas. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. You, yeah, you would explain what digas Yeah, mean. don't give a shit. Like, oh, I, I love that. Yeah. I, thought, I thought digas was like, letting it go. <laughs> that too, right? No, <laughs> yeah. don't you got all this shit. pressure and you're oh, letting it go. That too, right? Because you don't care, right? <laughs> hey, that's a good clip. Yeah. Digas. <laughs> go, right? Digas. So uh, don't give a sugar honey iced tea. Yeah. yeah. Don't give a yeah. shit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's awesome. So, um, so why did you not pursue the singing? Uh, so what happened with that? In high school, I got accepted to Full Sail University in Florida okay. for music composition. And I was going to take that. I was going to go. And uh, it was a two-step. Obviously, Florida. Who the heck do I know in Florida? Yeah. Um, and uh, it was either between that, go out there, or you know, I, I had a couple of months to think about it. And then, sure enough, this CrossFit at that time landed on my, uh, like, the opportunity came and as in training i just love fitness so much mm-hmm. and it was during the off season and uh after soccer you know you're done with high school yeah and then the, the work that you put in you know it was our last it was my 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 um my varsity year and i wanted you know i was training putting all that effort and all of a sudden you get there and then soccer season is over yeah and then you're like that was fun though the, the yeah. grind of it yeah. like what am i gonna do now like and um just found a passion for for fitness mm-hmm. you know after that and i was like either you know be here and 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 just love fitness and who knows can come about this or you know go and take this step go to a different part of the country without knowing a single person and um you know i chose fitness yeah you know you know it's funny because it's very true most athletes when sports ends they have no idea what to do with their life and you have all this energy and like competitiveness yeah and it unfortunately the ones that don't find an outlet to 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 release that into they become like depressed or they yeah. know what's going on yeah. right yeah but a lot of athletes gain a lot of weight yeah because they still have the same eating habits but they don't have the same activity yeah you know what i mean so they freaking blow up so it was actually kind of a blessing yeah that you were able to find like fitness and especially so was that around the time crossfit was kind of just exploding no so that was in 2008 crossfit wasn't even exploding yet crossfit was barely starting to get established per se because i know cross has started in santa cruz oh really Really? they started in santa cruz yeah the first box they call it started in santa cruz Mm -hmm. um and it blew up from there and the guy who was one of the um one of the guys he he knew about crossfit and um in 2008 it started hitting the scene this was this new thing yeah you know and um it was so hard that i remember in high school they, I think, shoot, we might be the only, the first high school to have done that methodology. They started incorporating that. Really? They got rid of all the Smith machines, the leg presses, all yeah. the machines. Took all that, put in just free weights, squat racks, free uh, dumbbells, mm-hmm. kettlebells, just free weight training. Yeah. Um, and you know, once I, you know, met with my um my teacher at that time, my PE teacher, um, Coach Boyd and Coach Hobby, and these guys had a very lasting impact on my life because of the fact that, you know, you see him as a as a father figure you see you know when you're younger you want to impress the teacher and you're like man come on coach and they're always like that was good but you could have done better and you're like dang it yeah. like he's not giving me what i yeah. what i need like what i want he's not giving me what i need like come on you got this armando yeah. and then and they believe in you sometimes more than you believe in yourself and it was like an outlet you yeah. know it was really okay. cool to have somebody believe in you that you know when they see something in you that you don't see mm-hmm. especially so young it's, it's critical it's huge like they push you when yeah. you look when you look like you're super tired but yeah you know it's just mental you yeah know? especially nice. when they see you kind of throughout the years transform and they're like armando you, you know like after school you know work out with me i want to train you you know come like if you're serious and then kind of like the you know you know wishy-washy what was it uh uh the movie 
that. Um, Is it with um, The Rock and what movie? Karate Kid. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cobra Kai. Yeah, so kind of how he's a mentor. Like, yeah. you know, the the Washington, what is it yeah. called? How does it oh, go? Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. Like, what is this? You'll know. You know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, And you're like, what is it about this guy? Weirdo, but yeah. I'm still showing yeah. up. Who's this guy? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why don't you accept me, you yeah. know? And um, having that, you know, and just being motivated, and I think that just blew something inside me like a different brought another edge in me and i just fell in love with with training and the competitive aspect of it were you training five days a week or every day um oh my gosh in high school i was training man i was like it was literally like a drug for me wow. you know when i found this out yeah. it was like so different i would wake up in the morning i my man there's times where even before school i would work out before i would go to school so i would wake up in the morning like at five in the morning I'd work out till around like 6 a.m. And then my first period was body conditioning, which mm. was a CrossFit class. Yeah. And I would work out again at like, when I'd get to class like 7, 7.30, work out again. And then um, after school, I would go and I would work out, do another workout. And then I'd wait for my brother to pick me up. He wouldn't go to 24 Hour Fitness and do another workout. Yeah, That's like four, four, four workouts yeah. a day. Yeah, I was, I was just like, I loved it. I loved the fact of like, you know, the endorphin rush. I'd never yeah. felt anything like that yeah. to that extent to where, and then not only that, but you're looking good and like, yeah. you got your, me now, you yeah, got exactly. me now, yeah. you know? You got that good burn. Yeah, like, um, and um, just being rejected, you know, um, oh, yeah. as in like in, in sports, you know, I was good, but then like, I want to look good too. I'm like, yeah. man, and hanging out with my other friends are all buff and they're all yeah. ripped and stuff. And I wasn't, you know, so I had to work very, very, very hard in order just to be subpar to what they were. Yeah. Mm. You know, and they were already looking good, man. And it was one of those things where I like, you know, I remember, I'll never forget, there was um, at this end of the soccer practice, one of my good friends, um, they were all standing there, him and another guy, they were standing there and they had their shirts off. And I walk up to them with my shirt off, you know, yeah. and I'm like, stand next to them. They're like, I'm gonna get out of here. You're making this look bad, man. Oh, really? And I was like, Aww. that's it. I'm like, that's freaking it. <laughs> yeah. You know? So yeah. you found something that made yeah, you like, yeah. like you were the man now. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm a freaking work hard. I'm gonna prove these guys. Yeah. You know? But you know what? Yeah. That actually ended up being a blessing. Because if it was too easy for you, you wouldn't have put in the work. Yeah, yeah. So the reason you ended up surpassing them is because you had to work harder. Yeah. So it built the That's work. All ethic. I knew, man. Yeah. Exactly. Hundred percent. Yeah. All I knew, man. Because a lot of times, like people think that if you have to do more than others, you're like the unlucky one. Mm. But in life, as you start to grow up, you realize, man, that made me actually the lucky yeah. one. Yeah. Because those guys probably just slacked off and then mm. maybe they're out of shape now because mm -hmm. they didn't, they had never built that work ethic yeah. in the beginning. And now those same people are asking me for me to, they were asking me to, for me to train them. Yeah. Rondo, like, man, we're trying to get to where you're at. And I'm like, bro, you were, I was trying to get to where you're at, Yeah, you know? And it's, crazy you know hey meet me at the bar you know yeah. back in high school and i'm like no. dang man that's that's crazy yeah usually yeah. the kids that were cool in high school end up being like they peak they peak too in early high school you yeah man. yeah they peak too early you know yeah. what i mean yeah. and then people that were maybe not so cool or maybe they had to work harder they end yeah. up peaking later in life yeah. which is the most important yeah you know yeah and then you mentioned something too about your coaches because mm. they say a friend likes you how you are mm. a leader pushes you to be better yeah because yeah. they could have easily said, yeah, you're doing great, Armando. But it wouldn't have pushed you to go to the next level. Yeah, yeah. You're like, good job, but you could do more. And yeah. you're just like, maybe you don't understand at the time. You're like, oh, yeah. well. Never but then later you're like, yeah. wow, okay, I understand. Because yeah. they knew I could do better. Way better. Yeah. You always unlock that, man. And somehow, man, like, whatever you are, it's going to show in times that matter. Yeah. You know, I heard a one, one, one person once say, like, if you squeeze a ketchup bottle under pressure, what is in it is going to come out. 
right you know obviously you squeeze a ketchup bottle you expect ketchup to come out mm. yeah. if anything comes out other than that then there's a problem you know and yeah. usually we go to what we know yeah that's all i know all i know is how to work hard and how to you know in pressurized situations i am who i am and that's what i know i know how to surpass those situations and yeah. i guess it's it showed, you know, whatever. you know, you know, The Rock, right? Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, that yeah, guy that guy. Wakes that up guy. at like three, four yeah. in the morning. He could be in China. He just yeah. trains all yeah. the time. You know, it's funny. Morning. Yeah, because The Rock talks about how he was kind of dorky when he was young too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, but he posted a picture on his Instagram recently with him and a kid. He's like, he looked like he says he looks like a girl. He looked a little feminine, but he looked <laughs> like a girl, right? Yeah. But he's like, everyone thought I was a girl. He's like, wow. he's like, and he was dressed all goofy. He had this goofy hair. Yeah. Like, he's like, you thought, he's like, you would think this guy is going to become The Rock, right? Yeah. Wow. So. That was a picture from his past? Yeah. 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 Wow. You should go to his Instagram. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Go to his Instagram. He had a fanny, yeah. Not even, it was before that. Yeah, before that. Pre-fanny. Yeah. Right. yeah wow. Pre-fanny yeah, pre-fanny it was like when he was a kid. Yeah. Wow. Like in the 70s. Yeah. Like, it was, it's pretty crazy. Um, so what would you tell, like, to all those kids that maybe they feel like, oh, they're, they're not accepted or things are not that great for them in high school yeah. what would you say to them you're lucky man you're lucky because these are molding you to become what you're ultimately going to be yeah you i know, agree we, we try to find acceptance in the things that ultimately aren't going to fulfill us mm-hmm. so once we're trying it's like you're trying to fit a square inside a triangle yeah it's never going to happen and just understand that the more you try to force it to force it you're going to settle for something you were never created to be yeah might as well know what you are and try to live the best of it and see the goodness in it yeah. you know and try to then you know make your life around that and know that that's how just how life is and then probably won't know that right now but hindsight is always twenty twenty. they're gonna find out like oh look back at it and it's gonna be but just get through it yeah <laughs> just get through it just get through it right <laughs> yeah. through it right now it's all good yeah. I, mean, I, have a, I have a question real quick for yeah. about sure. um crossfit mm-hmm. um I've, i think that a lot of people think that it's you're more prone to getting injuries yeah. um yeah. if you want to correct that somehow. yeah yeah no like, of course and in, in in anything you're gonna get injured if you don't do it correctly mm, right you know That's if, good point. if you know i could be you know playing football there's injuries in football there's okay. injuries in soccer when you're doing a sport you're gonna be getting injured and it's usually the guys that don't know what they're doing and yeah. that get injured or injure somebody else yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. just all yeah. about the form basically perfecting the movement right, perfecting right. that's okay. why that's one thing that I always try to master in anything that I do in business. If it's mm-hmm. something, I always try to be virtuous at it. Virtuosity means doing the common uncommonly well. Okay. You put me against Peyton Manning, I'll throw a, you can throw a spiral and I'll throw the football and I'll try to throw a spiral. Him without knowing, he'll throw a spiral perfectly 10 times out of 10. Why? Because yeah. he's put in the repetitions, put in that effort. Yeah. Me, I would have to try so much harder just to do that, yeah. right? So it's just putting in that time and making sure you're learning the basics and mm. from the basics you'll build up yeah any advice on post recovery post recovery yeah, from working out, out? Yep. post like from injury or post recovery after working out after working out yeah um drink a lot of water okay. <laughs> a lot of water and a lot of foam rolling and stretching foam rolling. i need to do that yeah the thing right. people hate right the painful thing yeah, yeah. that yeah. leads painful. to yeah the pain is the gain yeah. no pain no gain right yeah you know, it's funny because I, I never did CrossFit because I have two herniated discs. Yeah. And I was always so afraid of any type of compression yeah. exercise. What would you tell somebody like me that does have like actual injuries? Yeah, is me, it me still, too. Is this still got, possible? Is it still possible to yeah. do CrossFit as long as you have the form yeah. down and everything if, right? If you're doing the moves correctly and obviously you're not forcing yourself and you're not going more than you can take, then of course, you know. And then, you know, one thing that I've learned is that's not the only move a uh, type of training you yeah. know people were before 
which I love now, people are becoming so, uh, you know, they're, they're starting to listen now. People mm -hmm. are like, people it used to be bodybuilding or CrossFit. Either you do bodybuilding yeah. or you do CrossFit and that's not a thing. What kind of pull-ups yeah. are those? And they talk shit and about each other. Exactly. Yeah. Now it's like, you know, everyone's, you know, even the, the CrossFitters now are doing now curls and they're doing all this stuff to train certain muscle groups, yeah. you know, and targeting certain, and that's awesome. You yeah. know, I've always done that too. I've always focused on overall building the foundation, which is the pulling movements, the squatting, building all these strong foundations. If you look at it, that's how... Franco Colombo, that's how Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. they used to work out. They used to work, they just didn't do machines. Yeah, the compound exercise. Exactly, they did the hard, so they got on behind 315, they squatted until their legs gave out. Yeah. They did deadlifts and did stuff functional, clean and press. Arnold's yeah. favorite movie was a clean and press. Yeah. You know, that's those a, are That's a big movements. move for, for CrossFit, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the number one move. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned something important. It's yeah. all about your goals. Mm. Whatever your goals are to fitness, right? Like some people, like, so I don't know if you've watched these guys, but I watch Strongman a lot. Like those guys are just fun to they're watch. They're very like, strong, man. Yeah, they're huh? huge. <laughs> wow. But if, if you look at like um, uh, Half Thor and uh, Eddie Hall, yeah, they're going to fight. They're going to do a boxing match. Yeah. What? But you, yeah, it's crazy. It's like next year. It's like, going to last like, like 30 seconds. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh but these guys, so Half Thor is like 6'8". Eddie Hall's like 6'2", but he looks yeah. like a shrimp compared to everybody else, right? Yeah. And they're like 300, 400 pound dudes. But like now they're trying to train to be lean. And this dude has a freaking 8 or 12 pack. Yeah, but you see how big Yeah, he is. and he's 330 like pounds. Shape. Like that's yeah. how you know they're freaking athletes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because when they do strongman, obviously they carry more yeah. weight. Because yeah, you have to be like more yeah. weight to lift that heavy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, but, but my point to that is it's all about your goals. Like mm -hmm. strongmen have to be kind of like a little... It's funny their their shirts say kind of fit, kind of fat. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you it's need that true. for that. But mm -hmm. if like if you, CrossFit's a different type of goal, like yeah. CrossFit's more like lean, functional, like more like athlete stuff. You know what I mean? And then like for me, um, for my body type, I've learned that the compound exercises work the best. Yeah. So I do like push pull legs, push pull legs. I keep yeah. it that simple. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and he, uh, yeah. And how like, did you yeah. know it was the best? He just. I've done body. so many different ones for my yeah. body. Yeah. Like yeah. For me, too much cardio doesn't really do anything. Like, yeah. It just it, my muscles get flat. I don't really get lean. Yeah. It's yeah. hard for me to get lean. Yeah. You know what I mean? um and so just over time over over time and experience yeah i've just learned that that i'm so i built the gym in my backyard i don't know if you saw I was, yeah yeah no i see yeah, video yeah, that's yeah. sick dude that's sick i mean it, it's got everything i need yeah but um but so yeah so after so many years of trial and error and start and stopping yeah i've learned that push pull legs yeah is and, and so i used to like ignore legs a lot mm -hmm. and a lot of guys do we could probably yeah. talk about this yeah. right yeah but the minute I started to focus on what I didn't like, mm. and I went through the pain, because it took me yeah. about a year and a half to yeah. really build my legs up. Yeah. And it was hard, and it yeah. sucked. And, yeah. and, you know, I hate lunges. Like, that's, that's like the thing I hate the most, you know, yeah. but I still got to do it, right? Yeah. And I, I started using the Smith machine at first for squats, and then, mm. I, and then I went to, the, I got brave and went to the, the, the bar, because you need yeah. that, right, to build yeah. your core and everything, right? Of course, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's all about like your goals, you know, what yeah, I mean? or, or yeah. finding what fits your body best. Exactly, man. You know what yeah. I mean? And the crazy thing is, man, that um, in CrossFit, many people when they would think of CrossFit, they would think about being a monkey and jumping off a pool of bars and yeah. doing all these crazy seal fit workouts yeah. and all. This. And that's kind of how it had started. But the thing I love about it, it evolved into a full training regimen, you know. And it's crazy because you know you have the exact if your your foundation has to be push pull squat it has to be these functional compound movements mm -hmm. and then 
you add in, you know, your Metcon, which is your metabolic, uh, metabolic condition, metabolic conditioning. So that's and like the hit cardio. Basically. That's like the cardio base. Mm-hmm. Just like in any training program, you have your compound movements, and then you hop on the bike for like 20, 30 minutes and right. chair yeah. match or whatever. And that's what CrossFit kind of is. But when people think CrossFit, they think about the people doing all those crazy things and they think about the CrossFit games. Oh, you got to do all these grueling workouts, mm-hmm. but it's actually a foundation. It's actually a methodology mm-hmm. that is kind of what, um, basically what a lot of people do and it's crazy that seeing it evolve throughout the time and seeing where it is now it's it's amazing because you see all these people that are super super fit and they're man lifting a lot of weight and they're deadlifting a ton of weight and all these movements and they're basically crossfit athletes and it's just crazy to see how it's changed over time before crossfit used to be like how fast can you run a mile now it's like all right, how much can you squat? How much can you bench? Yeah. How much, and, and it's crazy how strong they become because, again, it's evolved over time. You used to think CrossFit, you used to think five fingers and f- the Vibram five fingers and this guy like with the skin suit running miles. And now you think about a CrossFit athlete and this guy's darn near like a powerlifter, bodybuilder kind of. It's crazy. Yeah. It's huge. What a lot of people don't realize too and is like, they're like, oh no, I just want to do cardio to lose weight. And I tell them like, you're not going to lose as much weight if you don't have any muscle in your yeah. body. You'll lose weight, but you'll lose yeah. muscle too. Yeah, you'll, yeah, you won't look like how you want to look. Yeah, You need a combination of both, like strength training and cardio. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, like, you got to find something you truly love mm-hmm. and you can maybe add, yeah. add input because you're not going to stick to it. Mm. So, like, I like lifting weights. I, I enjoy it. It makes mm-hmm. me feel good. And I love that I've built my legs because I think you just... As a, especially as a, as a dude, you feel more solid, like more mm-hmm. like strong and just altogether mm-hmm. stronger and more solid mm-hmm. um, than before I would just do like upper body or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and then I found something called Yoga Sculpt at Core, Core Power Yoga. Mm-hmm. So at first I was like, yoga, that's for girls. I'm not going to do that, right? That's hard, dude. Yeah. I try to evade that as much as possible. Oh my I'm gosh. Like, I can't get in that. Yeah. Oh. So it's, uh, it's hit cardio, weights, mm-hmm. uh, core, mm-hmm. yoga, in wow. 95 degree heat for oh, an hour say, straight that hot stuff? yeah so you could like so pro athletes go in there and they come out like they're dying yeah you know what i mean there's a former san jose sharks player that goes there no a former pro soccer player there's a college basketball player and at the yeah. end they're just like they're like done yeah you know what i mean that's, that's joke, so i got that. addicted to it because mm-hmm. it's also in the warm heat and like i have i'm not as flexible as i need to be mm-hmm. but when you're in the 95 degree heat you don't need oh, to be yeah. flexible because yeah. your muscles are your warm muscles are gonna open yeah. so it prevents injury right mm-hmm. And then you, it's it's like full of people, so you you don't want to look like the the one that's like yeah. the weakest one. Yeah. Like you want to keep up, yeah. right? Of so course. you're trying to keep up, even though you're. It's basically I call it survival. It's pretty mm-hmm. much survival mm-hmm. for sixty minutes. But anyways, I digress. My point was I found a, a hit cardio that yeah. I loved. Yeah. So I incorporated the weight training about three to four to five mm-hmm. days a week, and then the hit cardio two to three days a week. Yeah. And that's kind of was like the formula yeah. I found for me. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Like that's not for everybody, but for yeah, me, I found perfect. that formula. At you know? the that's end awesome. of the day, like if you had to choose either, you know, lifting and not getting out of breath. The reason, the reason I love the high intensity training is because um, I, I like to be on a time frame. I like to be like, okay, I'm gonna go to the workout for X amount of time. I like to boom, start the timer. I'm gonna go for 30 minutes, whether it is moving this barbell for X amount of reps and, you know, doing burpees or whatever it is, mm-hmm. or even I do the same thing even with my heavy lifting. I'm gonna get under 300 pounds and I'm gonna squat this for 20 minutes nonstop. Wow. And then I'm gonna increase it. When I get when I get tired, I'm gonna throw like, instead of going five reps, I'm gonna go, you know, maybe 350 and I'll go two reps or one rep. Yeah. And I'll just go for 20 minutes. Yeah. And I'll get my cardio in with that because I'll yeah. start off light, 
build it up and guess what people are like oh my gosh that's freaking heavy yeah i'm trying to kill two birds with one stone. i'm trying to get my cardio one at the same time get my strength because i yeah. got a time frame i gotta get it get in out of here i don't have time to be going to the water fountain yeah messing around <laughs> talking I gotta, i'm a father business owner. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly i get it got i gotta get in and get out and yeah you know, thank you for yeah, sharing that because a lot of people keep saying i don't have yeah. time no yeah. no you, have, you, you can have 30 minutes or an hour you, right i could do a workout right here i can stand up move yeah we can all work out right now yeah. you guys Shoot, that's that. all you need yeah. it's all you need all you need is just basically the you just need to get moving yeah, yeah. you literally got to move you know how tony robbins does this thing yeah yeah moving his body energy Shoot, if yeah. you gotta do that do that and have like a plan you know basically. you know the worst thing is you know just like ed mylett said he said you know you you, you gain confidence when you keep your word to yourself yeah you know if you tell yourself you're gonna do something you do it that builds confidence that builds you know credibility with yourself and that's huge yeah. you yeah. know sometimes i don't gotta go in sometimes i'm like man do i want to do that that other day i'm so sore man i don't want to go in tomorrow because man I, you you envision like i don't want that's that workout was tough but hey man just go to the gym just get in there yeah and just move for whatever 15 minutes five minutes yeah. there's times where i remember how i had an appointment and I had to get my workout and I said, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the gym. I have exactly 15 minutes. I have 15 minutes to get in out of here. That means I have to do a four-minute workout. I have four minutes to warm up. Mm -hmm. I got to do a four-minute workout. And then the rest <laughs> of the time, I have to scrape myself off the ground and get in my car and get driving. Wow. That's right? Awesome. I said, what What can I do? What can I do? I just yeah. need my dose and let's go. Got a box and just did burpees over a box for a what five it was like five minutes not so as fast as i could you were done try to get like 50 five. at least try to get 50 nice. try to get 50 and then guess what by the time you're done whoo man you feel and great because you, you did great. it yeah right? i can be in the gym for like 10 15 minutes and probably have a better workout so we were there for you know an hour yeah. two hours because you came in with a goal and the best thing is that you told yourself what you're going to get and that same you know when you're messing around. You know when you're yeah. working hard. You know when you're not. So. You know when you're bullshitting yourself. Yeah, basically. I can be in. I bet there's times where I've been in the workout at the gym for two and a half hours. Yeah, and I'm just procrastinating. And I say, oh, I'll do a set, yeah. and then I'm like, so so how's your day going, man? Yeah. <laughs> trying to motivate you're you like, real quick. And then, phone? I gotta answer this email, right? I gotta rewarm up again. Oh yeah. well, and then you leave, and you're just like driving. You're like, I didn't do crap today. Yeah. Come on, you know. Yeah, there so, was a quote um, I saw online like many years ago. Yeah. It says that maybe it's from 24 hour fitness. They said that you'll never, you never regret a workout. Yeah, it's true. It just been stuck with me. And yeah. I never re yeah. regret a workout ever. You never will. Yeah. You never will. Like, what's the regret? Like, oh my gosh, I got <laughs> so out of breath today. I'm going to live, I'm going to add some extra years to my life. Yeah. I so regret that. So you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned a couple of things the power of a deadline. Mm. They always talk about that because we're natural procrastinators. I always say what you always say. The biggest nation is procrastination. I right? always say yeah. that. I got that from you, dude. Yeah. I, I got that hey, from you. Trust man. me, it's not for me. It's for somebody else. But thank you All for giving me the credit. Yeah. Agents, I, yeah. Well, I mean, when I first started, you know, I saw you and I'm like, this guy's sharp, man. And you said, hey, the biggest nation is the procrastination. Yeah. The power of a deadline is everything. And I say that every day. I yeah. preach it. Thank you. you. Know? I appreciate Last that. Name, of yeah. course, man. Nice. We always pay it forward. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But but it's true because you apply that to your workouts. Mm -hmm. You didn't realize what you were doing. Yeah. But you so a human nature we procrastinate. That's just yeah. our human yeah. nature, right? But if you have a deadline, human nature is also like you don't want to miss a deadline. Yeah. Like yeah. all of a sudden, because like I always tell people, like if you had a whole month to study for a test, yeah, you're not going to study every day for a couple hours. There, yeah. There's like some people that will do that, like ten yeah. percent, right? Yeah. Ninety percent are going to wait till the day before yeah. and they're going to freaking cram yeah. and then they're going to take the test. Yeah. So why why do that to yourself? Put the test three days from yeah. now. 
Yeah. And then cram for yeah. those three days and yeah. they get the same result. I take that to another step. I yeah. test. I, I make them book their test before they, they even get in their course. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're booking the yeah, test. Yeah. And then once you do that, prove to me, then we're getting in your course. Yeah. Let's go. That's good because uh, when I started in the business many years ago, uh, I got that put on me by the CEO. Wow. He's like, it's funny. He goes, he goes, uh, you're a pretty smart guy, right? I think I go, I think so. Right? <laughs> like my mom says I am, right? He goes, are you competitive? I say, hell yeah. He yeah. goes, uh, when do you want to take your test? I'm like, ah, oh, like three weeks from now. He's like, yeah. take it on Friday. I'm like, okay, cool. Next Friday. He's like, no, yeah. this Friday. It was Tuesday. Yeah. I was like, that's two days from now. He's like, so if you don't pass it, take it again. But You're guess, looking at the Friday's yeah. which one? The yeah, one exactly. Right. But guess what I did? I studied real hard for those yeah. two days and I passed. Yeah. Yeah. But it, so a couple things, leadership mm. pushed me, right? Mm -hmm. Knew that I was capable more than I was yeah. able to do. And then the power of deadline. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you just, course. you just Huge. seem to apply that to your, to your fitness and your yeah. whole life, right? Yeah, it's your been working. Life. Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing I want to talk about just real quick, going back to the compound exercises, mm. people think legs, is just legs, legs is a full body workout. Oh, no. yeah, exactly. Right. Talk about 100%. that a little bit. I mean, that's core. Yeah. Core to extremity. Yeah. You're using, when you're using, when you're doing a squat movement, you're not doing a squat. You have to keep, you have to keep your core. Yeah. You have to keep yeah. your chest up. You're not just doing legs and your whole top of the body is floppy, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're you're keeping your core up. When you're doing that movement, your core is tight. Mm -hmm. You're having to come out the bottom. You're you're squeezing your glutes. You're squeezing your abs whenever you're doing that. So when you do squats, you're literally working out your whole body. And yeah. your back has yeah. to be like a Everything is flexed shape. because when you're doing that, you're you're yeah. flexed. Mm -hmm. So everything is tight. The way that you're moving your arms, everything. I love doing squats. Yeah. My favorite movement is a thruster. What's which that? Is a squat into a press overhead oh so it's a full functional yeah. movement that's okay, the yeah. best movement you can do just like arnold said the clean and press but i took it to the level so, it's a squat with the so it's a front press. squat then yeah you do the front squat okay and then you come up out of the squat once you get to the top of the squat you use that force to drive the bar overhead okay. i'm gonna try and that. then back into a squat i'm gonna that's try huge. to incorporate that yeah you do wear that a, it's game over wear the belt yeah of course yeah, yes i always do, I always wear that belt <laughs> especially with herniated discs even yeah Okay. If for your disc, use some dumbbells, man. So you're not putting so much strain mm. on, on your body. Oh, the okay. Bar yeah, yeah. Use some dumbbells. You're more in control. That's where kettlebell exercises came in real big too, right? Yeah. Kettlebells yeah. are really, really great. Yeah. Y'all want to work out after this yeah. or what? Yeah. I'm sure I'm ready, man. You know what I bought? I bought the safety squat bar. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. The one where yeah. you have it over. Yeah. 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 Because you use for. just because of my back. Because mm. the biggest thing for me to, to, and I don't really go heavy on squats anyways, because mm. I'm just like terrified that I'm going to re-injure myself. Mm. Right. But for that, it makes me more confident in my squat to put more weight because I know mm -hmm. it's not completely like back here. You know? Yeah, yeah. I can, I can, it, the, the weight's even. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I can hold it. I know it's not going nowhere. Right? Yeah. It also weighs 20 more pounds. It weighs 61 pounds, the bar. Yeah. So it's actually 20, uh, like seven, uh, 15, 16 more pounds yeah. than the, the yeah. actual barbell. Right? Yeah. Right. Gotcha. So, gotcha. So I, I've been using that. But yeah, I mean, the other thing too, uh, someone asked you, like, do you know deadlifts? Like, why do people almost pass out after a deadlift? <laughs> There's so much. When you really? pull the bar off the ground, I mean, you're you're flexing your whole body. Yeah. You know, you're flexing. Depending, people usually pass out because they don't breathe correctly. Okay. If someone, you know, they <laughs> take a small breath and then they're, then they black out. Yeah. They didn't get enough <laughs> oxygen. So breathing is very important. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. When, when people, whenever you're doing an exercise, whenever you're contracting, extracting, you want to get your breath in. Yeah. It's oxygen to your muscles, able to pump it. Imagine trying to pump something. There's nothing in it to pump out. Uh, How is it going to perform? Empty you're, tank. You're, exactly. You're stop. You know, so every single time, deep breath, and then push it out. Same yeah. thing on deadlift. Deep breath, and then pull. And if you're oh, really forcing it, you're not letting your breath, then you're done for. <laughs> yeah. it, you, know? yeah. you start bleeding out your freaking eyes and your nose. And your, <laughs> 
Have you been watching yeah. people you, pass out? Yeah. People have. So the big power lifters, because they're I lifting mean, like 800, 900,000 pounds. Yeah. When, uh, I've uh, seen them come out of all kinds of holes. Yeah. When Eddie Hall broke the record back in the day, before, uh, it was like 1,000 something pounds. Yeah. Like literally blood started yeah. gushing yeah, out of, of course. his nose. He of just course. kept going. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. damn, it's crazy, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but anyways, so um, I love this. You know, working out's awesome. Yeah. But I want to talk about how did uh, Savage get started? Um, a dream, man. It was all just, uh, you know, passion. You passion. know, everything. If you find your passion and you love exactly what you do, it started in the backyard. Just me and my brother, you know, you know, just loving fitness. And most great businesses start like that, yeah, right? It starts in the garage, in the backyard, wherever, you know. Okay. It all starts just, you know, nothing ever starts about you know you don't think about making money you thought you yeah. think about i just love what i do and if it's something that you truly truly love spend your whole life trying to do everything to, to um to make it happen and then the byproduct will be you know the income great point and um me and my brother just loved fitness my brother was personal trainer at 24-hour fitness uh -huh. and you know i was doing the whole working out five five times <laughs> five a day you know the crack is like ah, i just want to work out yeah. And then, you got addicted um, to it. Yeah, yeah. And you just love it because it's something, especially when it's so new, you're just but so that's a good moldable. Addiction, yeah. Mm -hmm. Some people have addictions and they're not good. Yeah, you found yeah. a good one, yeah, positive exactly. one. Exactly. I mean, that's, you know, desire unchecked will go wrong. Yeah. You know, you put your desire in something that's good and something that's pure and something that's moldable in a good way, then you will become, you'll become something good. But yeah. if you don't, by default, it becomes something that you don't want to be, yeah. you know? So you just start in our backyard just training. We started with just with anything we use for bumper plates we use spare tires so we put them oh, on wow. either side and we had like a, a barbell that didn't even spin at all it was just <laughs> welded on there oh wow you know but we thought it was so cool we're yeah. like man we watch all these videos of these people with this equipment and stuff like that and then we build a um a rig in our backyard okay. you know well first we started by using one of those little pull-up bars the ones you put over uh, your door the door yeah. yeah and we just we have a little like gazebo like in the back and we yeah. just shove one of those under the gazebo and we're able to like do pull-up <laughs> yeah, bars yeah. under there and That's um, like my gym's a little gazebo out there. Yeah, no, yeah. we would stick it under like a piece of wood and it jammed in like, oh, we can do yeah. pull-ups outside <laughs> yeah. now. And then we had, you know, the, the spare tires as, as weights and stuff like that. And then we were able to finally sca uh, scavenger some money to get our little metal rusty plates and stuff like that. And we used... Um, for you know when you're dropping the weight we're doing heavier weight or heavy at that time for us yeah. um we used uh the um sleep tents and stuff like that under that was our pads oh, we used wow. sleep tents and uh those uh cheap little rubber yoga mats that yeah you know we'd put those little yeah. square ones mm -hmm. and put the little um tents little or the little um uh yeah the little tents that we had and we just laid them on there and you know just went at it you know the hard work was still there yeah the hard work was still there. I'll tell you that we've I had some of the hardest workouts in that backyard, and yeah. I don't even think still to this day like I'd be able to work that hard. Like yeah. I, I look at it, I'm like, son of a gun, how did I do this at five in the morning? Yeah. And sometimes you have to look at it like, man, you just look back at where you started and how much love. And some when I got you know into training and I start you know doing it as a career professionally, competing in CrossFit, you know, became a double headed a double-headed sword you know it was like great if i would do good i'm like dang it i could have done better yeah and if i did bad i'm like crap i did bad yeah. i started getting to that point where i started going a little overboard and it didn't become it became more of a chore of a job i gotta go to the gym and work out oh. and if i don't work out today i'm gonna have be all crabby for the rest of the day don't talk to me until i work out yeah let me get my endorphins in and then all of a sudden okay now i can get my day going so your passion became a job yeah it became like that and then once it like 
started becoming like that, I'm like, Armando, just remember why you started. You yeah, know, I remember you were true. the kid in the backyard and how fun was that? Mm-hmm. You know, when you start looking at it like that, you just take a step back and you're like, dude, just remember how how fun, like you'd yeah. wake up at five in the morning just to, you'd wake up just to, I can't wait till I work out. Like, yeah. and I remember one day, like my brother forgot to pick me up from after school, after me working out. <laughs> and I sat there and I just cried, I was so mad. You, for, you forgot about me. Yeah. How can you just leave me? Like, dude, I'm sorry. I forgot. No, that's not. I was so offended. I, sorry, I just got done doing my third workout of the day. <laughs> you know, which is crazy yeah. that, you know, I was like, dude, remember you, you loved us so much. Like, and then it just, that's why now it just became a lifestyle. Yeah. And I found that balance to say, you know what, Armando, it's all right. If you don't work out today, it's all good. Yeah. You know, you're not just that guy. You have, you know, the ability, you're a father now, you're so many more other things. Multifaceted. Yeah, so because I worked so hard and I, I consumed so much of that, now I'm able to now kind of taper it down and, and just make it a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, I went to the extreme so much and now I can find a yeah. healthy balance, balance, you know? Nice. Yeah, and the cool thing just is- Just because I went so overboard. You've already built the foundation. Yeah. So like when you have the muscle memory and all that, like yeah, you just yeah. go right back to I it and then boom. I know what's good, I yeah. know what isn't, yeah. Yeah. What inspired you, inspired you to work out again? Just finding that edge from, um, from uh, you know, just how do I find, like, stay competitive after, mm. uh, you know, no longer being in sports and stuff like that. Got it, got it. And, um, you know, um, also, like, I had a girlfriend at the time. I was, I was young, you know, <laughs> and yeah. she broke my heart. And I was like, man, I want to work Prove out. Prove her wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You basically yeah, wanted to um, create your own self-image. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I just wanted empower, you know, find something to get me, yeah. you know, it was my first mm-hmm. little breakup and yeah. I wanted to be competitive and it just yeah. was perfect. It was a perfect little whirlwind. It's a great motivation. Adversity be had yeah. a positive one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So how did it go from the backyard to where it is now? Like, in, in, um, you know, just the passion for it, you know, us training in the backyard and people seeing that, wow, these, these kids are serious and, yeah. you know, and my brother was then starting to get his people, you know, in there and then we we're trying to find a little a little understanding there with you know we we, we work by um we live by schools so people would see us like what are these guys doing and yeah they would then try to you know come work out with us and my mm-hmm. brother was able to get people and i was able to get people as well and you know just started working out from there and then we we went into um a global gym called okay. um california total fitness in manteca okay they give us the opportunity to say hey you know what you guys can rent in here we were sharing <laughs> we were renting the little back room with uh, um a uh, little, you know, um, what is it? The little dance classes and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the studio, the studio. Zumba, yeah, yeah. we're <laughs> sharing, you know, with the Zumba class and we'd have to yeah. lock all our equipment. Oh, we'd wow. put all through the through the plates and the kettlebells. We have one of those chain locks and nobody <laughs> can take anything. Yeah. We'd have our stuff locked in and stuff. And, you know, we'd start from there. We thought well, that was awesome, you know, yeah. especially. True entrepreneurship, man. Yeah, and especially, you know, getting crap. You know, like, like who are these kids? Like, you know, like, you know these established gyms looking at us like who are these yeah. little kids like gonna try to do cross look at their little janky crossfit and yeah. at that time crossfit was like a brand and you had to pay a yearly uh affiliation fee mm-hmm. in order to be crossfit no, we couldn't afford that you know and plus right. we were just starting we're not gonna pay a couple thousand dollars to get affiliated yeah and, but you get that you're official and they're like oh these guys probably aren't official like yeah, look yeah. at their running little zumba classes these kids what are they gonna do you yeah. know these we had what 20 members or something like that 30 members these people if that you know these these established gyms had over a hundred plus members yeah you know and we wanted to be like that one day you know we wanted to build something huge you want to build something great and uh we just loved what we did you know hey who cares talk crap about us we're in a zumba gym hey whatever we start somewhere 
but we weren't you know this this started with the passion we didn't start with investors yeah it didn't start with hey we have money let's give it a shot let's dump some money in here and let the chips fall as they may you know we didn't have investors it was me and my brother pure grit pure hustle and let's freaking make this happen we yeah. have passion for it we're not gonna freaking fail yeah we're gonna freaking do this and i worked my three little months at um and same thing our brother we both worked to make money for our freaking jam yeah you know so i have to the side hustle pay the bills yeah, yeah man yeah. three months of freaking working at that job just to get enough money to you know help with the equipment or just get us by to freaking just have enough money to you know at least pay for whatever we needed for equipment yeah. or whatever or just to get us by to freaking eat food you know yeah talk about something. that because a lot of times people want to their side hustle to become their full-time thing mm -hmm. but they kind of get lost in the sauce like a meatball right oh what what <laughs> what would you tell somebody that's that has a dream they want to build something but they have a job uh how, how do you how do you handle that how do you how do you what should your mindset be behind it your mindset should be just love what you do man and know that what you're doing to do with purpose and if you're really doing what you love and you're not doing it because i'm trying to get x amount of dollars i'm trying to build this so i can make money and i could do this if you're just doing it because you love it and whether You'd be getting paid for it or not you would still do it that should that would really determine if you're doing it for the right reasons and how long did you stay in the job before you guys went full-time with the gym um i was there for what i worked like three four months at that you know little warehouse job waking up two three in the morning yeah. i remember i never you know waking up two in the morning who does that that's you know? crazy that's not even like human yeah you know? and i would have to you know wake up and i would have to basically you know unload these 53 foot trailers with heavy restoration hardware i mean have you guys heard of that brand uh -huh. it's heavy rich you know kim kardashian all of them this is their this is what their homes are furnished with oh okay so, so this is like, a heavy real wood heavy you know um furniture and stuff the like real that. stuff the real stuff Expensive so you're loading stuff. up heavy boxes on a dolly and on a and you're moving the stuff by like I had to get a little dolly and move all this stuff, like a hand truck and all that. And it was heavy stuff at 2, 3 in the morning. And I was like, all right, Amanda. I remember I couldn't do it. I'm like, this is too much. I'd wake up at 2, 3 in the morning. My body would be still halfway through recovering. I'm like, I wake up. Oh, my yeah. body's still sore. Like, yeah. oh, my God, I got to go to work now. And I'd be off to like, you know, at 1 or 2 p.m. I'd be done. I'd start like at 3 or 4, and I wouldn't be done till like 2 p.m. And then have to go and train people. And it was exhausting. It was yeah. tough. I'd, pin, I'd sit in the bathroom, pretend I'm sleeping. Or I would <laughs> sometimes I would run. And people aren't looking at me i would go to the other side of the <laughs> of the of the warehouse and go sleep between boxes yeah hey uh, you gotta do what tough. you gotta do Get your car nap hey on. respect to those people man yeah. respect to those people you know yeah. it, kind, it kind of taught you like i don't want this life yeah it no probably way motivated you more yeah there's people doing drugs to be there there was oh, a hey. guy <laughs> it would always pass by me before beep, 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 beep. hey wake up okay hey, hey, hey. yeah and i'd be like what what's going on man like, yeah. he's like hey you're excited and i asked him like that i said no like, hey man so, so what's your what's your end goal like what's your goal like you just here for a little bit you're like no i've been here it's my goal like i just want to be here i'm like so what do you do like what is your lifestyle he says i just you know wake up i work i go home and then i you know i work on my car for a little bit a couple hours he said he'd get home like at five he'd work for his car for like maybe two hours eat food go to sleep do his whole day again that's crazy. i'm like that's every single day of your life yep Yep, I'm like, what the heck? And, I, and that's when I knew. Right when I had that conversation with the guys, like, I don't belong here. Yeah. I'd rather work hard and just force myself to make it burn my ships yeah. and make it happen than to maybe get stuck in this trap and be like, all right, well, you know, I'll get used to this and maybe I move a little manager yeah. and then I'll be look, make a little bit of more money and then I'll keep this here and then I'll do the gym on the same time. Like, no, either 
you you get you can get stuck you know you can get yeah. stuck there 100 you know? to do that too i used to work at ups hmm. and i used to uh load trucks oh right? shoot yeah. that's crazy <laughs> they used to call it underpaid suckers right yeah Cause i was yeah. like 19 that's years old hard stuff wake man. ups and it was the christmas season oh shit. so i just remember looking up and this is like un endless boxes coming yeah, and down. there can be no nothing it has yeah. Be tetris yeah and then they have flaps like so yeah. we load the bottom and then we put the flaps down yeah and one time the flap came down and hit me on the head <laughs> and i was seeing stars i was no, like no. i felt like the cartoons were like the birdies yeah. and after that i was like like you i was like you know what i, I yeah. this is not for me yeah you know what i mean yeah like i meant to do something bigger like uh like i can't be here but yeah but anyway so That's so sweet. hey man so savage is like blowing up right yeah, now. yeah yeah my now. brother's killing it man my brother's absolutely taking it to another level um you How many uh, clients do you guys have now? Uh, my brother has, I would say, shoot, well over 100 plus, well over maybe 150 plus. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Huge, man. Huge. So the little kids that started in the yeah. in the, backyard, the little yeah. studio are now having yeah. this huge, yeah. thriving gym. Yeah, right? which is huge, man, because usually you don't see this. Usually you would see, you know, families, they usually stick to one business. I saw a pass that I'm like, dude, we can kill at this business. But if we stay here, both of us together, we're only limited to this one industry. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to take over stuff. Yeah. So then you went into trucking. Yeah. So talk about came. that. Yeah. So what 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 took you into trucking? Like, um, how did that come crazy, about? Crazy, huh? Yeah. So um, you know, I just saw the opportunity. One of my um, because we had at that time we had a boxing ring in there and everything. It was decked out to the yeah. max. Um, and uh, we had a lot of boxers and professional boxers. I would go. Nick and Nate Diaz would come there. They'd spar wow. with our guys. That's cool. A ton of, yeah, like a ton of pros would go there. So mm-hmm. it's crazy to think that we had rubbing elbows with these guys and, yeah. you know, Nate, hey, Armando, let's go eat something. All right, cool, let's go. You know, it's really yeah. cool to know these guys on, you know, first name basis and stuff. So, and then uh, one of the boxers, you know, um, professional boxer, he came um, and kind of let me know, like, hey, man, so, you know, you're a businessman. This guy drove a Lamborghini. I'm like, this guy is pretty serious. Yeah. And when he asked me, oh, obviously, we're talking business. We're talking business. This guy yeah. must be serious, you know. And he was like, hey, man, um, are you, you know, what is your goal? Like, are you here? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, you're looking for another business? Like, you're keeping your business? Like, can you, yeah, I'm looking at, yeah, I'm keeping my business options open for sure. And he's like, all right, well, you know, I have a contract with Amazon, directly with Amazon. I'm like, okay. He's like, hey, you know, we're, we're, they're looking for people, looking, you know, for trucks. We recruited you. You know, you were looking for solid, you know, people and um, to get you in there. I got the contract and get you in there. Wow. I was like, awesome, man. And he told me, like, so what I need, hey, you need a, you need a truck you know and you know get your permits get your everything your insurances everything you need and when you're when you're ready you know just let me know and i can get you in there and i said amazon dude that's guaranteed work yeah it's mm-hmm. biggest company in the world within a week i got a truck and i went back to him I'm like hey dude so what's up he's like what's up man a week i got a, I got a truck actually Wait, like what do that. you mean Are yeah you, serious? you got a truck i'm like yeah he's like you really did it so i'm like yeah so what i need to do he said all right um i have a route for you and you know just pick up the um you know here dock up here's your number go ahead and talk to the person i'm like cool and i drove my truck you know i was i had a route so you were driving it i was driving heck yeah how am i going to tell anybody to do anything unless i do it myself Mm -hmm. you know okay and i know okay i get behind this truck i give it a shot you know and i was driving it myself i would go you know pick up in fremont every single day six to seven days a week i pick up at 12 a.m. So every single day I have to be at midnight um, at Fremont from Fremont. I go to Sacramento from Sacramento, drop off, and then just head back to Stockton to my dad's shop and uh, drop it off, drop off the truck there, go home, sleep, rest up, and do the same thing again. Wow. How long did you do that for? I did that for, I did it myself for like four or five months, and 
then bought another truck, threw mm-hmm. another truck in there, put another driver in there, and just start going yeah. from there. So man. First, you started self-employed, and then you became a business owner. Yeah, how you can't tell somebody to do something without you knowing? You know yeah. what I mean? What if something happens? Someone's like, "Hey, man, this load, your driver didn't show up." Then, oh, let me get in. I don't. I've never drove a truck before. How you know? Yeah. You have to know what you're doing. You can't yeah. tell somebody. Well, that's what a leader does. A leader doesn't tell somebody to do something they wouldn't do themselves. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how how long did you did you have? Do you still have the trucking company or? Um, Yeah. So I've basically um, sold most of my trucks, and I do have a couple left. And how many did you have at the peak? Yeah, at the peak, um, seven trucks. Wow. Seven trucks and like three subcontractors. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was it was doing very very well. It's you know could have been doing well, but I just saw the bigger picture yeah. you know my goal isn't to i'm an entrepreneur you know i want to build a business that keeps me very very profitable and keeps that margin of of expenses very very yeah. low so wherever i see that i'm, I'm gonna go so. so trucking very high overhead pretty high overhead yeah pretty high overhead pretty okay. high overhead yeah yeah profitable yeah and you can make it but you know i talked to a lot of truckers they're like you can get lost in that in that game yeah because um you know it's a lot there's a lot of moving pictures you know there's um if the driver's I take care of the trucks. That's a lot of overhead right there. Yeah, you know, DMV, all of them, making sure that their you know insurance is all that stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Too many, too many parts. A lot of things, you yeah. know. And then I can you know build it. I would make good money, but then I'd always have the stress. I'd always be on the phone call. Hey, this loaded, and I don't want you know. I start like I'm like, do I really want this lifestyle? That any moment I'm having dinner with my family, I get a call. Hey, your your driver didn't show up, honey. I gotta go. I gotta go to pick up the truck. This can happen. Yeah, constantly mm-hmm. just good money, very very good money. But lifestyle, you know, I want something that I can control. That's you know? very important. It's too. huge, man. It doesn't yeah. matter how much money you're making. I was, I got to the point where I was making very, very good money, and I was like, could wake up any time of the day, and I was starting to get lazy. Wow. I would notice myself. I would go to sleep and be like, shit, I don't even got to wake up. Tomorrow, I don't want to. I'm going to just sleep in until like yeah. noon. Wow. And then go work out like at 2, 3 o'clock. So you started getting comfortable. Yeah, though. getting comfortable. When I saw that, I'm like, no, can't do this. Wow. Cannot do this. That's not what I came to, to here to do, and I'm here to build something, because when I started my chugging company... Um, you know, something I prayed about. It was huge. It was something I said, God, I, I want to do something huge. I want to build something, something that I can call my own, something I can, you know, make something that I created myself. Right. You know, something that's like Armando did this because this was his own vision. Yep. And I, the opportunity came and I came upon it and I want to take it on and see, hey, whatever happens, happens. And I remember, I'll never forget, got my first truck, went on my first route and I was driving. I said, God, this company I give to you. You know, if whatever happens with this happens, and then um, I want to make sure, like, I, if I do well, it's because you've helped me do here, and you've helped me to get where I'm at. I don't want to build something and then always, you know, not give it back to you. Right. Because I felt like this opportunity came because, you know, it was, it was not just a coincidence. I felt like at that moment, you know, I was searching for something even bigger. Yeah. And what a coincidence that something like that happened. Yeah. And the guy that I met with, he was a firm believer that you know nothing happens just for a reason too and me and him had clicked it off like that and Mm -hmm. seeing where he was at seeing this guy with a lamborghini and yet he's like dude everything happens because god puts things in your in your life man and seeing that how this guy had great things but yet he was so humble you know that was huge right there yeah you know so so you so you're a strong man of faith yeah where did that come from um it came from basically me getting to um accomplishing things that i've wanted to uh-huh. you know but yet being so empty being surrounded by so many people yet being so empty and uh just knowing that i could do better you know yeah. like money the things all these things don't matter if you don't have a purpose right you know if i can keep on getting these things and being successful and doing bodybuilding shows and all these things and being feeling great but yet i felt 
like I was missing something, okay. you know, and then finding God in the midst of that and feeling like everything I felt with a purpose. Yeah. And I felt like now everything that I do has a reasoning. I'm no longer just doing things and collecting things. And this whole life isn't about just picking things up, gathering things. And at the end of the day, you just put it back in a box and someone else is going to take it. Yeah. You know, it's about building something and having something. And I, even when it gets to it, knowing that you created a purpose and a passion. Yeah. And from that stemmed something huge, it's bigger than yourself, man. Yeah. You know? So basically, uh, finding your your faith mm -hmm. helped you realize that it's not just you. There's mm -hmm. there's a higher purpose. Yeah. There's a there's something bigger yeah. out there. Not just getting stuff, man. Yeah. You can get a bunch of stuff, but then be so empty and not have anybody to share it with and yeah. not have anybody, you know, like it's cool getting the bro, that's so awesome for you. That's cool for you, man. Oh, yeah. thank you, man. Then you walk away and then that guy gave you everything, but you didn't give anything in return. It's like right. all these compliments and everything. What about doing something for somebody else and saying, dude, you can do the same thing. Right. You know, that's huge, man. Yeah. That's huge. And giving somebody the opportunity or having an opportunity for somebody else. Yeah. You know? And faith is important, man. Yeah. Like I wouldn't say I'm a very religious person, but I'm spiritual, but I do have faith. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to believe in something. Yeah, bigger I than was you. yeah, I was I guess religious before I was a Catholic before, you know, and I did all the thing. Oh, Me too. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, we're both Hispanic. It's That's all works. Like, yeah, it's all works. Like, all right. Yeah. You know, I did something bad. Let me read off this rosary boom. I'm all good. All right, party time, let's go. Yeah. You know, but then when you deal with life and you walk life with purpose and you know that, you know, God is your friend. You know, yeah. he's a person he 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 walked the earth and he, you know, came here and, and lived with us and then returned back and to know that like he walked amongst us to show us how it is to be a human, you know, and to know that, you know, he knows that we're imperfect yeah, and we're going to struggle and we're going to screw up left and right. And because of that, we need him, you know, I'm like, yeah. shoot, man, you know, without him, I'm, I'm absolutely nothing. And to live life with people like that and to live this life knowing that, Hey man, I'm all good, yeah. you know, and everything's going to be fine because everything works for his purpose, man. And living life like that and knowing that everything, you know, nothing happens to you everything happens for you man it's it's unbelievable man yeah it's unbelievable so uh you know kanye west right yeah people yeah. think he's crazy he's not crazy yeah yeah and he's he's very big man of faith now. yeah like yeah. huge right i've known it man i've always known it did you watch the him on the joe rogan podcast by chance no i did you not, should watch it. really it's great but okay. anyways he says something on there because joe asked him to go where does this come from how did you why did you become so religious right mm. he goes well he goes if you believe in God, you have no fear. Mm. He goes, everybody has too much fear. Mm. He's like, we're all programmed with fear. Yeah. He goes, I have no fear because I know that, you know, you know yeah. yeah, I just know. Like, mm -hmm. he's like, so if you believe in God and you give it all up to him, the fear goes away and then you become powerful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was like, dang, I never heard somebody explain it like that. I mean, it's so true, man. Yeah. He it's also so said true. that, um, he fears no man, but he fears God. Yeah, mm. that's, so that's a good fear too. Humbling. By the way, yeah. that's a good fear. When yeah. people sure. say, oh, you fear God, like you're scared of God, like a father. Oh, my dad's going to spank me. No, when you say you fear God, it's a different kind of fear. It's a fear out of respect. Like mm -hmm. if you have a good relationship with your dad, your 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 earthly dad, and your dad does everything for you and he loves you, son, I love you. And then you sneak out or you do something bad and then you're like, crap, you know? You're, you're you're scared of letting him down not because of like all oh, crap you know i want to run away because he's gonna hit me you're you fear him because like he loves me so much and my dad cares about me so much that i fear letting him down because of disappointment it's, it's, it's disappointment yeah. you know and that's a different relationship yeah. than all right i fear him because he's gonna do this so i'm just gonna do everything because this is just the way it is and he'll just shut up and that's religious that's religious there yeah. it is 
Mm. A relationship is relationship is totally different, yeah. man. It's something yeah. that's real, something that's tangible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. I respect mm-hmm. that. You know, and you can see it's obviously working in your life. Mm-hmm. So uh now you're in the financial industry. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that's big that's yeah. big for you, right? Yeah. So how'd you go from trucking to the financial industry? Um so I remember, you know, um my previous company presented itself when I was 21 right you know and and See, so live by you in 21 man. yeah 21 <laughs> man triple seven 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 21 there you wow, go there you go yeah, there you, you go, go. lucky came about right mm-hmm. so um you know the mindset the giving everybody you know i've always wanted to create i've always wanted to be a part of something where i can give somebody yeah. the option to do something themselves too and uh in my trucking company i knew that like it there was always a disconnect between not so much between like a bad disconnect but there was always like in any job, if there's a CEO or a boss, you're always gonna do just enough what the boss tells you. It's gonna yeah. be eye service. Whenever a boss is looking, we're gonna work. Yeah. And we're always gonna do just enough to get us by, but we're not gonna go that ex- over right. to that extent. But when you become a part of a business that everyone can work as hard as they want and build and make as little or as much money as possible and to know that like man you can make something bigger and it's a different, it's a different mindset mm-hmm. from a w2 to a w9 like yeah. you work hard you're gonna make it happy we can work this together i don't work for you or you don't work for me you work with me yeah. you know it, it, you mentioned something too because as an employee you never give your full effort no why why, why? because you know you're not going to go nowhere you know? number and they're going to replace yeah, you as you, fast as i mean leave. even if you if you did give your like full effort maybe you'll get employee of the month Maybe you'll get a yeah. promotion, but yeah. you're not going to become wealthy or yeah. become the owner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you mentioned something that you can actually give other people the opportunity to become yeah, business that's partners. The, exactly, you know? man. So, uh, yeah. So in our in our old in, my, in the old firm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the founder of the company said that society is so mediocre because there's so many employees. Mm-hmm. And employee, you only give your C effort. Yeah. So if your whole life you're only giving C effort, you're never going a plus yeah you build a like generations and generations of yeah. medi- mediocrity. mediocrity yeah you know what i mean yeah and uh and so i guess what you loved about the financial industry and the platform mm-hmm. that you're part of mm-hmm. and it's true because i know i was i'm a part of that too and mm-hmm. I'm a, 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 in, in a similar way um but you are truly able to give someone else the same mm-hmm. opportunity, mm-hmm. and but that's that's also true because that that's also good because you get paid what you're worth in that yeah, industry. Yeah, exactly. If you're yeah. lazy, yeah, you ain't gonna make nothing. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? when, when, and when you tell somebody that that hey, I'm here, I don't pay the position, I pay the person. Right. What kind of person you can choose? You can, you know, I do weed every single day. I weed the people in the weed. I weed, <laughs> I weed the good ones in, and I weed the bad ones there out. There you go. I like that. You know, and to be able to to um to be like that with people and be able to have those conversations. It's a different conversation. Okay. You know, I remember taking my, you know, uh, in my truck company, taking my guys out to dinner Yeah. and me being the one to speak. All right, guys, this is the goals. This is this, this is that. And you know, they're, you know, we're just doing our own thing and they're kind of just there and I'm doing my own thing. And they're kind of just like, it's a disconnect. And yeah, I couldn't be in the conversation with them. Cause I'm sure, you yeah, know, you're the boss. I'm the they, boss. They know so that, I can't right? be like, yeah. ah, you know, you know, come on, man, let's push it to another level. Why? You know, yeah, like, I'm going to pay the same regardless. And there's only so much you can pay them for the exact same job. You right. know, it's like, I can't pay anything more. What are you doing extra for me to want to pay you more? Right. Right. And then, um, you know, I want something bigger, man. I want something huge, something that's like, I can build and, and it's fun that I love to do. And I've always liked to dress up, man. I've always liked to have, you know, great things and to be able to, you know, the knowledge and understanding of something like finance, you know, something about yeah. the biggest Very industry important. in the, 
in the world you know it's the highest paid industry and and it's a bedrock of this country so to be able to know that like i can get in this industry and if i get a little bit of that market share i can be more and more you know i can yeah. put myself in a in a honda i can put myself in a ferrari and which one's going to get me there you know they're both going to get you there mm-hmm. you know it's and i could just need to get there a lot faster and get there with people that i want to get there with yeah. and build something massive and not just settle for a couple of barbecues on the weekend you know hang out with their kids, just grow up together, a couple football games here and there, let's play catch. I wanna build something that's like, dude, let's go conquer the world. Let's take a flight here. Hey, let's take our wives and let's take our kids and just hop on a jet and let's freaking go over here. And yeah. let's do something huge. And know that like, we don't have to even worry and not have to ever worry about like, are we gonna pay bills? Are we gonna do this? Yeah. That should be even, that should not even be a, a, a conversation. It should be like, dude, how big can we scale this and how fast, Right. you know? That's a different mindset, though, because yeah. you said something like, obviously, we both have been in the financial industry. Yeah. So I understand that, that there's a lot of money there. Right? Yeah. And I've been, I had a lot of money and I had like almost no money, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there's nothing like the feeling mm-hmm. of not needing or not worrying yeah. about where's the next paycheck going to come from? How am I going to afford that? Yeah. It's also a mindset, too, mm-hmm. because our they always are old. The old CEO, my old CEO, my CEO still, mm. he always used to say, wealth is a mindset. Mm. And I never understood for a long time, right? And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you just think a certain way and now yeah. you're a millionaire, yeah. you know? But uh, it's but it is true, though. Mm-hmm. If you don't develop the millionaire mindset, mm-hmm. you will never become a yeah. millionaire. The more you learn, the more you earn. Exactly, right? Yeah. And what is that mindset? Abundance, mm. hard work, everything I, I have, I earn, you mm-hmm. know? also having faith mm-hmm. higher power you mm-hmm. know system business yeah. owner versus yeah. me doing everything yeah. leveraging other people other people man you know what i mean because yeah. you're never going to get there you doing it all yourself you, yeah, you got to be in a bit in a business that's duplicatable in that when you're not there someone can be the exact same person you are or even better yeah i hope people are better than me even better guess what? better yeah. gotta work less and they can we can build something huge and i don't have to always feel like i have to be there yeah. you know i can count on those leaders to be able to you know, perform when, when needed, yeah. you know. So talk about your current company and, you know, the industry and why you chose this company mm-hmm. and where, where you see yourself headed. And, yeah. And, uh, cause I know that this is where you're at now. Yeah. Like hundred yeah. percent yeah. financial. Yeah. Why, why burn all the ships? Why'd you burn all the, yeah. well, that's kind of like your history, right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but why this, why yeah. this company and where do you see yourself going and yeah. all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So I'm with, um, currently partnered with family first life, okay. you know, I'm direct to these companies, you know, um, I'm direct to, you know, 25 plus car- carriers, America, John Hancock, AIG, Mutual of Omaha, uh, and many, many more. So I'm direct to these companies. So I'm independent, Okay. you know, so when I do business with every single one of these companies, I do business individually with them. Okay. Right. So, um, you know, I love it that, you know, we have, you know, simplified issue, meaning that we get paid 24 to 40 hours in submitting business. There's business that's traditionally underwritten as well. We can do that as well. Um, and you know, my people are, we have higher contracts over here. You know, the starting contract over here is a 90%. It tops out at 145%. So be able to get my, my people a higher contract, get them paid faster. There's going to be way more retention there. Mm-hmm. You know, Can you explain people, what 145% means to the people that don't know what that 145%, means? 145%. A good, uh, good question right there. That is based off an of annual premium. Okay. You know, so let's say off hundred percent, you know, you help a client redirect $250 times that by 12, which is annual premium. That's $3,000. If you're at a hundred percent contract, you get paid $3,000. Right. Right. So obviously you do the math 145 
90, whatever it is, that's what your, um, your compensation is. So you're getting paid 145% of whatever they, they save exactly. per year. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And okay. 24 to 48 hours. Is 24 to 48 hours. It's what you're, you know, what you're getting compensated. Mm. Some other policies take a little bit different depending if it has to be fully underwritten. Right. Mm. Meaning that they have to do medicals, paramedics, send a, a nurse to their home to do bl draw blood and stuff like that. Mm. What, but most of the time. What percentage right. of your policies would you say are fully underwritten versus quick issue? Advanced market sales, which are IULs, um, those are mostly the, uh, fully underwritten. Okay. Um, and anything over $400,000 will be fully underwritten. Um, and on top of that, I mean, there, there's something that I love about over here, Couch Fast Lane Underwriting, meaning that if you do have something as a permanent policy, you can submit them and they'll just run them through their uh, MIB report, right? Um, and see if they're pretty healthy. They'll just pass them through without having to do meds. You yeah. don't want something permanent. Yeah, and right now too with the whole COVID, COVID and all going that, on, it, it helps a lot. Yeah. yeah, and then having leads mm -hmm. is huge. You know, I love this industry so much, and I love my previous IMO tremendously. And the leaders and everyone that has such an everlasting impact on my life. And if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I'm at, right? But when you look at it, insurance, life insurance is at an all-time high right now with COVID, right. with Kobe Bryant passing away. Life insurance sales are at an all-time high, but when you don't have leads, how can you get in front of those clients as soon as possible? When you do have leads, you have people that are reaching out to you saying, hey, I need coverage. Mm -hmm. How fast can you get in front of those clients? Mm -hmm. You know, if, if sales are an all-time high, I gotta position myself and have that net ready to be able to get, you know, that clientele and be able to help as much people as possible. Yeah. Efficiency is everything. So when you call these people, these clients, these leads, they're mm -hmm. pretty much ready to, to they're, sit down with they're, you. You're ready to sit down with you. Hey, I call them. Hey, you know, ring, ring. Hey, um, uh, I'm sitting here. How's it going? You know, uh, Isaac, my name's Armando Gonzalez. I'm giving you a call back in regards to the request you made on it uh, to get information on state regulated life insurance coverage. I have for verification purposes, you put here your date of birth as, you know, blank. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Awesome. And also have your, your address as blank is that correct awesome hey you know again my name is Armando Gonzalez I'm in the field underwriter here in charge of your request here it takes around 10 to 15 minutes to go over this information with you I'll be out in your area tomorrow and the next day which day works better for you okay uh, the next day or whatever okay I have availabilities in the morning evening or afternoon which time works better for you at either of these times these times okay awesome I'll be there you know, and then you just book them. And these are people that are reaching out to you. You can't say the wrong thing to the right people. Right. You know? And so you do a lot of face-to-face -face meetings? A lot. Do face-to-face. -face. And even then, if they don't want to, like, oh, due to COVID, I don't want anybody coming to my house. No problem at all. You know, I just need to verify your identity. I'm going to show up. I can see you through my window. I'll flash you my badge. I have my badge on me. Just you can verify my identity as well. You mm -hmm. can know you're doing business with a live, real person. And I can verify your identity to make sure you're not bedridden or you don't have... Um, anything terminally or anything oxygen tank anything that might so you know, social you. distancing yeah as well. you know there's okay. times where i go in there I, I look at them and i'm like hey you know that is you awesome how i go back to my car we'll do the rest of the phone oh. awesome Boom. so you don't do anything oh. on zoom or anything like that I, i've done zoom before as mm -hmm. well you know they want to do zoom and you know a lot of older people they're seven years old they don't know how to navigate yeah. zoom so hey you oh, know so, so. you know lucille i'll show up to your house lucille. tomorrow and <laughs> yeah you know maggie magnus so. i'll be there tomorrow <laughs> yeah i think by those names you could tell they're a lot they're a little older right yeah, yeah they're and, boomers right and a lot of them are just you know i do stuff to the phone as well like mm. you know i can do sales to the phone i just confirm their identity through the phone awesome then they run their man might be anyways yeah so i do it through there and i've closed a good amount of policies through the phone so what's it might be for all those people out there thinking medical black black right and black yeah yeah it's their uh the uh 
the medical investigation bureau. Okay, so basically they just pull and make it's sure the that DMV yeah. of okay. your medical. Yeah. So because they they fine you like how like how do you get clients like you just so they do um, FFL has um, basically direct contracts with certain um, lead companies. Okay, gotcha. And they're exclusive to FFL only. Okay, yeah, okay. which is Family First Life. Yeah, so so they're tailored to, to the company. What was that? They're tailored to the exactly. company. Exactly. So okay. people do online um, advertisement, you know, either Facebook leads or whatever it is, or, you know, instant social media leads, and they put in their information. You know, obviously with Facebook, how everything is so techy and how their algorithm and everything works, they, they, you know, they have their prescribed kind of client, and then they fill out the information, see what you qualify for. Yeah. Get a free quote, see exactly how much insurance you need, and they fill out the information. They put, I want this amount of coverage, see what I qualify for. Awesome. An agent's going to reach out to you. As soon as you buy those leads, they go straight to your email or to your CRM. You call them directly, and you're giving them the information that they requested. So it's basically given to you on a platter. You it's just can't to you on mess a platter, it up. man. And especially knowing, you know, knowing your stuff. You know, yeah. how you're going to go there. A lead doesn't matter. You know, that's the way I look at it. A lead, all a lead is, a, is an invitation for right. me to go and me to be able to find out what I can help them with. You know, right. the thing I, you know, in this in, in this company, a lot of people. Um, they consider, you know, at my previous IMO, what we learned was IUOs and annuities. And that was, you know, our bread and butter there. Over here, they consider that advanced market sales. Not that many people know about these products. Right. You know, people mostly do final expense and they do, um, you know, uh, mortgage protection, things like that. But then you can also do, obviously, the setting up an IUO the correct way and annuities and knowing how to ask the right questions, how to do, do, do the illustration correctly, which is what at my previous IMO, we were trained and we knew how to do. So now coming over here, you're able to now get more policies and help the client a lot more than just going in there and offering them just a little term so you're saying or a little the, final expense. You're saying the training from the previous IMO um, prepared you to be light years ahead of all these other yeah. people because you already know how to do the advanced uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I believe that's why I'm, I'm doing fairly well in this company. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just out of curiosity, um, why what did you see for yourself because obviously everybody's different right because i know there's people in in our company or the previous company mm -hmm. that are just doing amazing like mm -hmm. they have built yeah. huge organizations yeah. making 50 60 70 100 yeah 200 000 yeah. a month yeah right yeah of course and this is passive yeah and that's why financial industry is mm -hmm. really attracted me in the beginning yeah. was yeah. passive income mm -hmm. when i saw it i didn't want it because i like to go sell life insurance mm -hmm. and protect people yeah i do like to do that mm -hmm. i love the mission and i love what they do because people mm -hmm. need to know this people yeah. don't know anything about money yeah yeah of one. course you need to but i saw the freedom yeah because if you build an organization eventually like you said yeah passive income you're free yeah well for you because like i said just like working out every everybody's different and every mm -hmm. company yeah. workout fits people differently yeah, exactly. right exactly doesn't mean one's one's worse or one's mm -hmm. better it just means one fits one somebody works, better one works yeah. for you one's, one's crossfit one's yeah. powerlifting. Yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah so what was it about this company that yeah. you saw? You know, this is more my fit, more yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that I can get my people paid and paid a lot faster and paid a lot more. Okay. And I just want people to win, man, and yeah. win fast and win um, and be as efficient as possible. You how, know? how quickly are you getting people paid now? <laughs> I have um, a couple guys who just quit their jobs, went full time with me. And go how, and say, and hey soon. man, how like what is your how much you need for rent? How much you need to pay? I need to make three thousand dollars a month. I was like, you it's know, like three sales. I'm, I'm letting you know that you know it's possible we can make that in your first week. Are you yeah. are you serious, man? Trust me, do what I say, and do as I do, and you will make it there. All right, 
boom, come here. I had one of my guys made around 3,000 his first week. No, 5,000 his first week. <laughs> quit his job. Yeah. Quit his job right before that. Went cold turkey. I'm like, dude, you ain't got a trip here, man. Yeah. He was in my, uh, you know, he had for dangled in the previous IMO as well. And I went here. I'm like, dude, you ain't got to worry because you have leads here. Yeah. You know, you go out there, you have, you know, a list of people you need to call that want this information. Right. How can you fail? Right. You know, my first day I made $3,000. My first day in two sales. Yeah. Once I knew that, that's it. That's game over. Yeah. That's the, game over. The the income in the financial industry is just ridiculous. It's, like, it's, it's unbelievable, man. Uh, like, I mean, you know, I reach, I'm, I'm a senior broker or in, in, my, in the IMO you were yeah. before. And yeah. Literally, I help somebody save a hundred bucks and I make a grand. Like, yeah. It's, that it's huge. crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? There's so uh, much. Yeah. But again, like you said, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how you make your money. Yeah. If you're not passionate about something, yeah. if you, if it's not you, if you don't feel it's your purpose, yeah. it doesn't matter how much money other people make. You're never going to yeah. reach that yeah. level, yeah. right? So I, I I see like now you found you found the the system yes. and, the, and the company that yeah. fits you. Yeah. You found your CrossFit. You found mm -hmm. your whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and you just got an office. Tell me why. What, so right now in the yeah. time of a pandemic, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's you know, before. people where everyone's businesses Doubt. are shutting down. Yeah. Nobody wants to see each other. Yeah. What made you decide to open I, an office now? Back to the beginning. That's always been. I've yeah. always been. If everyone's going to the left, I'm gonna go to the right. Okay. You know, like there's, you know, I've always been like that. Even if I wanted to go to the left, they're going to do go to the right, man. We don't want you over here. All right. <laughs> stumble like, upon opportunity. It's like right. when people are asleep at four in the morning, you want to be up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I wanted to master this. And that's what I said. You know what? I'm going to be the best that I can be. If the more I learn, the more I earn, I'm going to be the master of this business. I want to master this business because there's other people out there that are constantly getting better. And I've not, if I'm not staying good on top of myself and learning what I'm doing and protecting my clients the right way. I'm going to get washed out of this business. Right. I want to be in a business where I'm doing the best things for my client and doing the best things for my people on my team. And by default, we're going to be taking care of our families and giving people opportunities to be able to do great, tremendous things. Yeah. You know how beautiful it is. I remember the other day, um, you know, last week, I sat down with a client and, you know, made six grand on one appointment. Yeah. You know, and then I'll, I get a call from one of my agents, new agents, called me, Armando, I just, you know, thank you so much. And literally almost in tears, wow. tell me, Armando, I just made two thousand dollars right now yeah first sale like an hour right 30 minutes 30 minutes just went i want a term okay okay uh Armando, call, call yeah. me Armando. Um, hey, I, this person wants a term oh how do i quote this i'm like dude do this do this do this okay get the information you got the banking information oh i almost forgot i'm like come on man yeah. submitted in the application did it and like dude call me so happy like dude you're changing my life and to be able to say dude send me a message seeing me on my quotes and whatever i'm posting very very passionate it's like my daughter who's 18 is looking up to you and says, I want to do what, what he's doing when, he, when uh, I grow up, Dad. That's huge, man. That, yeah. Money can't buy that, man. No. Opportunity, man. That's the, all it is. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Our goal, as always, is to become the number one podcast in the world. And uh, make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Make sure you share this with three of your friends. And if you like our song, our intro song, please check out my good friend, uh, Maroni Silva's band A Dead Desire on YouTube that song is called The Mantra thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you guys on the next one and as always follow your bliss <laughs>